Welcome to the Embracing You podcast with your host, Eric Pothen. We are all on our own unique journey to discovering ourselves. Each episode, I will help you navigate the journey within to reconnect with and discover the innate love you have for yourself. This podcast will cover topics from self-love to eating disorders and body image to mental health and to overall well-being. My goal is to help you honor and embrace yourself so you may live your most authentic life. Let's dive in. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Embracing You podcast. I hope that you all have had an incredible summer and a good start to your fall, and that you've been able to take care of yourselves since we've last shared this space together. I've been a bit absent from this space for a while and have been needing to focus on self-care and taking care of some other things that have been going on in my life, but it feels good to be back creating this episode for you all. With the 2023-2024 school year well underway, and this being my first year not returning to the classroom, I find myself experiencing a wide array of emotions. And I haven't really given myself the time to truly sift through them all, so I hope that in sharing with you, I give myself permission to experience them all as I give you a little update on what's been going on in my life and what it looks like as I continue to explore what life has looked like for me since I've left teaching. This has been a summer and fall full of growth, expansion, stress, exploration, and the most difficult of them all, uncertainty. I've talked about uncertainty on this podcast before, and it is one thing that humans are programmed to shy away from. It is in this space of feeling uncertain that we want to give up everything that we are working towards because we don't have a sense of what is to come. There are too many unknown variables that are a part of the picture, and our brain doesn't have the ability to provide certainty for the present moment and how things will unfold. The more that I think about uncertainty, the more I've come to realize that when I experience uncertainty, the more I place myself in the future. And that's a space that takes us away from the here and now. A space that is unpredictable because no matter what you try to do to change it, it can still arrive looking completely different than what you anticipated. And when we take ourselves out of the present moment and into the future, we lose out on living life because all we will ever have is the here and now. Leaving teaching without having another full-time job lined up was probably one of the biggest leaps of faith that I've ever taken in life. For one that considers himself incredibly type A, this has probably been one of the most mentally draining journeys I've been on in my life, along with my journey with my sexuality and eating disorder. However, I am excited to share that I've accepted a position with Mentor Minnesota as their Coaching and Learning Associate Director. Mentor Minnesota is an incredibly beautiful nonprofit that works with elevating youth mentorship programs. I'm excited to utilize the skills I've developed inside of the classroom and utilize them in a new space to help transform youth mentorship programs across the state of Minnesota and in the country. I'm full of pride, excitement, happiness, and gratitude as I begin to transition into this new landing space. To not have had answers or a clear picture of the future was challenging for me. There's a sense of shame around this. 
However, I've noticed that the shame is rooted in the fear of what others are thinking about me being in this space of leaving teaching and not having had a full-time job lined up. The question, what's next, has been a question that has been asked non-stop since I left teaching this past spring and was a question that I once dreaded answering. And my response most times to that question was, that's a great question. For me, I noticed a pretty strong emotional response whenever I was asked that and responded in that particular way. My therapist and I have been doing some parts work together in which we try to identify old parts of myself that come to the surface as a defense mechanism to protect the present, more evolved version of myself. And I definitely noticed a part of mine coming to the surface whenever I was asked this question. As I spend some time becoming more curious about this part that surfaces, the more I realize how deep this part runs within. The past Eric was someone who was incredibly self-conscious, someone who feared what other people thought of him. And this makes sense to me, especially with my journey with my sexuality. And it brings up those moments when there were rumors going around about me and my sexuality. And these are somewhat traumatic memories for me, and so it makes sense that this part comes up when I was asked, what's next? And I found myself agitated, insecure, and resentfully answering that question. And it is because I feared judgment when I told others that I was still figuring it out. I get frustrated when I think about how society determines our worth as humans and individuals based on our occupation and salary. However, when I remove others and their thoughts from the picture, the more I realize how much pride I have in this journey that I've been on. This summer has been all about learning how to live life in the gray area. And let me tell you, it certainly isn't easy. But I've learned that sometimes it's necessary to live in this space in order to learn, grow, and evolve. When I first started the summer off, I found myself working at Target part-time. I've never worked in retail before, and it was an eye-opener how exhausting this work is. Being on your feet and moving constantly for eight hours a day certainly takes a toll on your body. Most days I was working order pickup, and I would find myself walking over 20,000 steps during my eight-hour shift. By the time I got home, I was exhausted. But even though I was physically exhausted, I noticed that I still had mental energy, something I rarely had at the end of my days of teaching. I experienced a wide array of emotions when I first noticed this presence of mental energy after my shifts at Target, and it made me realize how much of my mental energy was drained when I was a teacher. Experiencing this also made me realize that I can work and have energy at the end of the day. Teaching took so much out of me physically and mentally, and so I found it refreshing to have this experience in a new work environment. I had my last shift at Target the other week, and I felt emotional leaving. I was nearly in tears on my way home from work because I finally had the ability to zoom out and see all of the blessings I experienced during my time at Target. The people I worked with were one of the few constants in my life. And how lucky was I to have these people to work alongside with that made me laugh, smile, and feel welcomed during this difficult transitional time. Also, this is a friendly reminder 
that people who work in retail are also human beings, so please be mindful when you engage with them. We want to understand and help you. Please be kind and please be patient. Another thing working at Target made me realize is that we all have our own unique story that we carry with us every day. We might not know everyone's story, so it's important to be mindful of what other people might be experiencing when we interact with them. Always choose love and kindness. Accept and honor differences. It's okay not to agree on things with others. However, if others don't agree with us, that does not give us permission to treat them poorly or differently than someone else who may have the same beliefs we do. I also picked up a serving gig this summer to help make ends meet. Once I started serving, it was easy for me to be working from anywhere to 45 to 60 hour work weeks. To move from one fast paced and physically demanding job to the next with an hour or two in between was exhausting. These days were long. I would get home from serving and my feet would be aching. My body would be tired. However, I realized that this is what reality was going to be until I found a new full-time job. And a side note, I've absolutely loved serving and will continue to serve as I venture onwards into this next chapter of my life. Most people in my life didn't know how I was surviving while working a 40 plus hour work week. And to be honest, I didn't either. As I sit here nearing the other side of living in this gray space, I truly don't believe people fully know how challenging this time of life was for me. It was a lot of time reflecting on my identity and learning how to detach myself from who I knew myself to be for so long, a teacher. I didn't realize how much I allowed this to define who I was as an individual. I'm not saying it was something negative, but it made me realize that beyond being a teacher, I'm still Eric Pothen a human being who also has other traits that embody who he is as an individual. Another thing I've realized in this entire process is the amount of resilience that lies within myself. Things were tough, but I knew I couldn't give up. There were days I didn't want to go to work because I was so tired. There were days I just wanted to say, I give up. There were days I cried. There were days I was angry, depressed, anxious, and sad. But despite these intense emotions I experienced, I still carried onwards because I couldn't afford to give up with owning a house, paying an HOA, owing on student loans, a car payment, and all the other necessary monthly spending, I needed to make sure I could make ends meet. You could say I was pretty stressed. I noticed a lot of internal resistance during this time. I noticed that I tried to suppress and avoid feeling stressed anxious, sad, and depressed. But no matter how much I tried to suppress and resist, these emotions would always rise to the surface. I wanted anything but to be in the thick of this intense time of transition and stress. But because I resisted, I noticed that things just felt more intense. And what I've learned in this process is that when we can learn to flow and be present when things feel tough, the easier things will be to navigate. The easier it will be to respond from a place of awareness. And the easier it will be to respond to the present moment, being grounded and with authenticity. For it is when we can learn to flow with the present moment 
that we learn to accept and honor our experience. And when we can do that, we are better able to send ourselves grace and self-compassion. Now, of course, this is easier said than done, but the one concept I keep coming back to time and time again when I do any sort of work on myself is awareness. We can get so caught up in resorting to old habits that no longer serve us because we lack the ability to be aware. To be aware is to be present. To be aware means to be embodied. Because when we can remain in our bodies, we come in tune with the psychological and physiological responses to the present moment. And the work lies in our ability to respond differently and in a way that will serve our higher version of ourselves. My therapist and I talked about the concept of first thought, second thought in one of our sessions the other week. The concept is quite simple, but I always love those sessions in which you're reminded of a simple tool like this that can help you respond to the present moment in a more mindful way. I will try to explain this as clearly as I can because I'm not a trained psychologist, but here's a brief rundown of this concept. When we first experience something in the present moment, we naturally want to respond impulsively. Our minds immediately have a thought to whatever it is that we are experiencing. And these are our first thoughts. And it is in this moment where we have the opportunity to pause and sit with our first thoughts and our experience. When we pause, the more logical thinking part of our brain will then activate and potentially give us new thoughts on how to respond to our experience. And these are our second thoughts. And it is typically through these second thoughts, the more logical ones, that we should respond to the present moment with, especially if your first thoughts will result in an outcome that does not serve you. All in all, throughout this experience and moving forward, I've learned the importance of meeting myself of where I'm at in the present moment and also taking the time to pause before I respond. We can't force our journey through life to go any faster than it is meant to go for it is when we try to force or resist that our journey becomes more turbulent. Living life in the gray area isn't easy, and I feel like most people don't make big decisions that force them to live life in the gray area because they are afraid of being in this space filled with uncertainty. Yes, uncertainty is uncomfortable to experience, but there is also beauty that lies within living in this space. I've said this phrase a couple of times with my friends as I've been processing this journey, and it is, embrace the mess. Embrace not having your shit together. Embrace imperfections. Embrace making mistakes. Embrace the courage it took for you to get to where you are. Because I can guarantee you that those who choose to take these leaps of faith in life will be rewarded for their courage and bravery. And it might happen quickly, or it might take months, or it might take years. But please, 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 please continue to trust in the process. Your mind will start to create stories around everything. But remind yourself to come back to the here and now. And remind yourself of why you landed in this gray space. Because you are worth ending up in a space that will make you more whole. A space that will make you happier. A space that will allow your light to shine not only within, but outwardly as well. Because when we create spaces for us to spark that light within, 
it will naturally begin to radiate outwards to others through our actions and the way we show up in this world on a daily basis. If you find yourself living in the gray area, let others in. Let love in. We aren't meant to navigate life alone. And if you need a person to walk alongside you, I am here for you. Always. Because you're worth it. I still feel like I have more to learn and reflect upon about my journey since I left teaching, but I definitely think that this is a good start. And as I'm nearing the end of this episode, I want to thank everyone that has offered love and support to me during this time. I want to thank everyone for being patient with me because I was truly immersed in some thick muck that took me away from others. And I also want to apologize to individuals if I may have been short or distant with you during this time. This whole experience reminded me that all relationships in life will ebb and flow with the demands of life. And while it makes me feel bad that I was in my own bubble for quite some time, I also am realizing how important it was for me to take care of myself and to tend to my own needs in life. Putting yourself first in order to meet your own needs is so important. As I enter out on the other side of living life in the gray area, I find myself proud of making it through. I find myself grateful for having the support system I did during this time. I find myself feeling re-energized and reconnected to myself in the direction I'm headed. I look forward to diving deeper into my work with Mentor Minnesota with the hopes of helping close the mentoring gap for youth here in Minnesota and across the country. Before I end my time here with you all, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to share this space with me. I truly view this space as a chance for us to connect with one another on a deeper level. I view this space as a chance for everyone to learn and have the opportunity to self-reflect. We are all on this journey and I hope you feel supported in this process. So until next time, I hope you remind yourself of your innate worth, the beauty that lies within living life in the gray area, how much resilience and strength you have, and most importantly, how beautiful you are both on the inside and out. Much love.